Grab your popcorn and snacks. Find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Hey everybody, welcome to tonight California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team's California Haunts Radio. It's good to see you all here, and we've got a great show lined up for you. Let me push my little buttons here. There we go. Make sure I'm pushing my buttons. Uh, my name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour, and I own the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, California. You can find us at www.californiahaunts.org, and the radio show is a different address. It's www dot california haunts radio dot com anyway uh we're broadcasting live right now on facebook and youtube and streamyard streamyard our, our website and a few other places if you want to find us and you can go directly to our website if you have trouble getting into youtube to see the show you can go directly to our website at www.californiahauntsradio.com and check it out there and I'm, I'm glad that this is going on today. Uh, we have investigators up and down the state of California. We're 35 strong. So we have people in California, Nevada, Washington, Oregon, and Hawaii. I think I got everybody right. Nevada, Washington. Yeah. And Hawaii. I get senile sometimes. But anyway, I want to welcome you all. We have a great show today. Um, the, the, the people that I'm going to have on tonight, the gentleman and his wife, have a paranormal group back east, and they have been investigating a very interesting battleship, the USS North Carolina. Uh, that comes kind of like in late because the one we have here out here on the uh, west coast that we all like to investigate is the USS Hornet aircraft carrier. And uh, we've got we've had some interesting happenings on the Hornet when we've been out there, but these, these guys have been investigating this battleship for quite some time, and they have had some very, very, very interesting things happen while investigating. So without further ado, I'm going to bring them on, and they can talk about their group and how things came about for them, and now uh, we can start rolling on this. Here we go. Good evening. Good how evening. You, how are you guys? I'm great. How about That's you? That's my bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I like late nights, so this is just starting my work nights. So <laughs> I'll be up for hours. You know, I was looking at your background online on your website, and your philosophy with your team is similar to ours. And you oh, don't find that very often. No. No. You know, especially, you know, like where you guys will use sensitives, you know, you're as scientific as you are, which we are too. And the use of sensitives, a lot of teams don't do that to combine the two, you know, to work together. Well, you know, basically we, um, we set it up so that the psychic or sensitive uh, keeps everything to themselves. Sure. They take notes. They don't say anything. They don't influence us. And we see if uh, what they come up with matches the evidence. And they like yeah. that. Yeah, yes. Because it, it double proves them that they are hearing these things or getting this information. Absolutely. Have, yeah. Go ahead and tell the story. I'm sorry I interrupted you. I apologize. Where do we start? Oh, well, um, <laughs> we we were founded in 2004, more towards 2005. Mm -hmm. um, it was slow going. Um, we had uh, 
watched uh, Ghost Hunters. Mm-hmm. I think that was the first year that they were on TV. And we were interested and tried to join another group. And nobody wanted us. <laughs> so, nobody ever returned our calls. So Jane says, let's do it ourselves. And we did. Hey, nothing wrong with that. See, no, I was hey. filming. Um, I was doing a uh, kind of public access TV show. It was just like travel stories and stuff. I hooked up with a local ghost team. And then it went from there, and I ended up with my own ghost team. Wow. So we all did it in you know, different ways involved. But like I said, I was reading your stuff, and I was really impressed because uh, you know a lot of teams don't do what you do or what we do. And it's nice to see that there's somebody else out there that does that, that, you know, that way. Yeah, there, there's a few teams out there, um, but we have investigated with, what, 10, 15 other teams over the years. And... Um, Unfortunately, <laughs> it did not go well. Yeah, they think we have too many rules. See, I can laugh because I understand. I understand. We have a 100-question questionnaire when we go out. I mean, we're really thorough even during the prelim. We don't mess oh, around. Yeah. yeah, well, I think ours is uh, 50. 50? Yeah. But... Um, Plus, we actually uh, do background checks on the people who hire us. Oh, cool. Uh, basically, because we've uh, run into situations where um, there was some really sketchy criminal background to them. and some uh, stuff going on. Yeah, and there was stuff going on. So we, <laughs> uh, we've had to bail on a couple of investigations because <laughs> it was so sketchy. Um, so we do a lot of research into the property that we're going to investigate, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, historical, uh, research. historical research, uh, any kind of thing that may c- be connected uh, property around it. Mm-hmm. So um, we do a real thorough, thorough uh, look into the, the area and the house before we ever investigate. That's awesome. That's really yeah. awesome. Well, we like keep little, all that, yeah. Well, we keep all that information silent, confidential. Like, Doug and I know. Well, uh, confidential for the families, yes. But yeah, basically, we don't tell the other people in the team who's who are investigating the history until after we start comparing notes. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. That's how you get your evidence put together. I agree, hundred percent. That's why I just, just like I told you, I was just bowled over when, when I read your stuff because I was just like, wow, it's like us. I love it. Yeah, no. there aren't too many people like us. Most no. of them are thrill seekers, and mm-hmm. yeah, they don't really understand. They're not ethical. It's know. sad because you know you end up going in at times to have to clean up the mess. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, we, yeah, we've we've had some um, some pretty messy investigations that we had to do. <laughs> Because somebody had done something and it just did not go well. Did a spell. It's people that don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I could laugh now, but it's not funny when the poor client's sitting there, you know, they're eating and they're upset and they're distraught. And, they, you know, this this has been going on and, oh, there was a group out here, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's sad. But, it is. And they're the ones that charge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the other thing. The ones that charge. Absolutely. Now, you've been investigating the USS North Carolina. 
I think uh, we started 2009. 2009. And um, uh, this just this past um, December, we did uh, our 30th investigation on the ship. Wow. Yeah. That's just one of the few places that you ever get to go. The only problem is, is now it's getting more popular with ghost hunters and mm -hmm. everybody and their brother and uncle are coming over there who don't know the rules. But, you know, we connected with our friends that are on the ship this little bit after we got there. Yeah. They the, remember us. This, Yeah. The, uh, the spirits on the ship, uh, the boys of the battleship, um, there's a few still there. And they know our names, and occasionally they actually call our names. Wow. Okay. I thought that happened to everybody. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> I think you have to build a rapport, because I know there's a couple of places that we've gone over and over and over. Mm -hmm. And I know that they, and I hate to say they only come out for us, but there, you know, there's some places where we get some jealousy from other teams because they don't get, get as much activity as we do when we go out. But that's mm -hmm. because I think the ghosts, once they're familiar with you and they know that you're that, that you're on the level and that you're not going to, you know, do do weird things or anything like that, yeah. they're more open to you. I think the weirdest thing is we did with the, the disco ball light. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we brought it to see if they could light it up and dab they could. Uh, we had we had one of these plasma balls. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And <clears throat> we decided well heck, let's let's play with this a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, we didn't even bother to plug it in. And we just sat around in a circle um, in one part of the battleship and said, hey, guys, can you light this thing up for us? They lit it up. Not bright, but they lit it up. And we were just astounded. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty early on. Yeah. But, um, you know, the battleship's always been in our backyard, kind of. <laughs> and um, we just all of a sudden say, yeah, we ought to go to the battleship because I think ghost hunters have been there and mm -hmm. they got one whole EVP. How many did we get the first time? Um, about 42. Yeah. Yeah. It Doug's was, got great ears. It was uh, pretty, pretty active uh, the first night we were there. In fact, I think it was um, the anniversary of uh, the shelling of Okinawa. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was April 14th, and um, we got a, a bunch of great EVP, um, uh, uh, one that uh, we always love to play for people is uh, Tony <laughs> and Jane talking about nothing going on in the ship, and you hear the 16-inch guns fire. Wow. Yeah. From That's the, cool. Lots of things happen on anniversary dates. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell him about my boyfriend? Go ahead. Well, go ahead. Okay. It's a free for all here. Go for it. Just, you know. <laughs> well, this is, um, there had been a torpedoing of the battleship and, um, a f how many people died? Well, five. Yeah. Um, and, um, anyway, we were kind of looking to see if we could get up with those spirits. And the first time I was kind of bored we were on the third deck below and we're walking down the gangway and i see this light it's just a pinpoint of light and it starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger and i didn't know what was going on i was standing a little bit ahead of doug 
But the thing came up to me and came right here to my face. And I, I like backed off and knocked Doug down in, on the way. But <laughs> it was this guy. And he had the brightest blue eyes you'd ever want to see. And kind of blonde hair with red on the end. And it was just mm-hmm. floating. Around. And then he looked at me and smiled. This, I don't know what to call it, grin. Huge Chesler cat grin. And then he went, backed away. Well, not exactly the back the way, but he backed off from me. And I'm going, what did I see? You know, but Doug didn't see that. No, but I, I, I got to see the same guy um, one night. We had other investigators with us, but mm-hmm. they had to leave. So Jane and I just decided we were going to wander down to one of the engine rooms and sit there and do an EVP session. And we were, it was late. We were getting tired. And so we went down there and I had a camera that was on a pole and it was pointing 90 degrees away from Jane. Jane was kind of sitting on a ladder and um, I'm looking away and she says, Doug, Doug, I thought somebody was standing right here next to me. And I said, Doug, is there somebody standing next to me? And I turned and looked and I said, uh, yeah. (laughs) And, um, there was a guy standing four inches away from her shoulder. Um, uh, kind of faded blue coveralls, no hat, um, blonde, close cropped hair and bright blue eyes. So I tried to get the camera to rotate back towards him. And as soon as I looked away, he was gone. Of course. <laughs> but a few few days uh, later, uh, Jane was in the ship's archives and she got together a bunch of uh, pictures of sailors from the USS North Carolina mm-hmm. and brought them home and laid them out on a table like a, a criminal lineup. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as I looked down, I said, that's him right there. And it was Inky Nelson. Do you think that maybe Jane resembles somebody that a girlfriend or a wife or something that, that, that he had? Maybe, maybe, maybe his, his sister, he did have sisters. Uh, there's no um, information about him having a girlfriend or anything. I don't think he uh, did. He was like 19 years old when he joined and 20 okay. years old when he died. That would make sense then. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Real young. Yeah. Real young. For people that don't know how big a battleship is, why don't you give them some, you know, some info about that? Because yeah, battleships are huge. Well, um, the USS North Carolina, it was called a fast battleship. Um, it's not as big as some of the, the giant battleships the U.S. had, uh, but it was, it's 729 feet long and 108 feet wide. Huh. Uh, and the, I think to the top of the mast is like six stories. So um, it, it, it's a big ship. Um, it was bristling with guns, and um, it, it's an amazing ship. It, it, it could do 28 knots. It was one of the uh, few battleships that could stay up with an aircraft carrier 
So that's what her job was, is to protect yeah. aircraft carriers. Yeah, we love the history of the battleship. Since we started investigating, I went down to the archives and started learning all the history and sharing it with Doug. And, uh-huh. you know, I'd see Inky a couple times. Right. And um, it wasn't always the scary. I think that was just a tricky play. But um, I lo- I'm losing my train of thought. But Doug asks Inky, do you follow Jane around? And he says, all the time. Whoa. You know, and he doesn't mean any harm because I'm pretty sure he wasn't the guy that goosed me down in the third deck one day. Uh, no, I don't think he would ever do that. No, he's a nice guy. Well, the, I know there's a lot, excuse me a second, I know there's a lot of stories about the, how haunted that ship is. So I, I, that's why I'm just... Sorry to interrupt. I'm just fascinated by your stories about this because, you know, I've read a lot about it and gosh, this is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, We probably get a little bit more than most people do um, audio wise because of how we do it. And um, the fact that we're very respectful, Uh, we treat them like, you know, friends and they are friends. So, um, I, I think that's why we get a lot of information. And they 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 love to play, let me tell you. On you. Uh, yeah, they uh they play tricks on me. And <laughs> tricks. <laughs> well, well, it's like one night we were uh, in the portside mess and I looked at my watch and I said, I I've got to change a disc and a recorder. So I said Everybody just stay here. It's not that far. It's in the aft mist. And so I started walking that way and you hear this huge boom. (laughs) And I said, that was not me. That was not me. (laughs) We got this all on, on uh, audio. And uh, I think another time in sick bay, I was standing next to a metal cabinet and one of the boys ran up to it and kicked it. Well, I was, it was standing loud. there. Make it, you jump. Uh, I went straight up in the air. Nobody jumps as high as you do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, we do get startled occasionally. I bet you they were just laughing. Yeah, we came on as kind and introduced ourselves and stuff. And I think that's the big deal. You know, we don't ask them to do stupid stuff. Right. You know, we just ask them questions and I think when it gets too personal, they stop ask answering. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, well, you know, they 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 will answer uh, Jane like uh, asking questions. Like, you know, your your duty is done here. You don't have to stay. Mm-hmm. And his answer, uh, she says, "You can leave." And he said, "I don't want to." He wants to stay. That yeah. surprised me. Yeah, I mean, and plus the fact that they know that they have passed. Interesting. That's a question we don't normally ask. Right. I don't Uh, know why, but I think that's rude. When did you die? You know. Yeah. But uh, I guess once you get to know somebody, but Inky knows he's passed. And the only other spirit we've heard speak to us is. um, And and said their own name mm -hmm. was Leonard Pone. Who was in the showers when the torpedo hit? And um, yeah, we've got some, we got one very 
loud, tragic EVP from him. But this last investigation we did, um, he was very talkative. He was just chatty as heck, (laughs) which is unusual for Leonard. Leonard's usually Mm -hmm. the quiet one, and Inky Nelson is the one that does all the talking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it was it was the other way around this time. It make makes you wonder why, like, do they have to learn to communicate with us again, like with ESP or something? Right. Or did he just have to learn to trust us? Or maybe, yeah, I think maybe, you know, I I still think the more you go to a place, the the more they trust you. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the key. You know, the more you visit, like there's a hotel we that, that we go to all the time too, where we, like I said, we get more stuff than anybody else does because the, the ghost see is coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Us, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. The guys on the battleship uh, are also jokers uh, ver- <laughs> verbally. <They are. laughs> um, it's like uh, we were going through the, um, I think it was the portside mess. And I said, it's, it's so quiet in here tonight, guys. What's going on? Don't you want to come out and play? And I got an EVP that says, "Well, come back here." <laughs> Most of the EVPs we get are fairly, fairly clear. Oh yeah, and they're more than just one single word. So, you know, I could look stuff back up in the history books. But we just love the ship, and I think the boys know that. Sure, absolutely. What's uh, what, uh, what are the most active areas of the ship? Oh, it, it, it really depends. Um, okay. It's like um, they follow us. Okay, cool. So, so um, you know, usually in the showers um, where the torpedo hit uh-huh. um, is where they seem to pick up and come with us. We just tell them, come on with us, you know, yeah. let's walk the ship together. And um, – the the mess area and maybe the um uh the brig the brig torpedo uh not the torpedo <laughs> the, the mess areas mm-hmm. engine room I, I tell you it's it's everywhere um and i think that's because they they have no boundaries they don't stay in one spot and they will they will walk with us all night and it's great yeah, what did Inky say about taking care of me or watching out for Oh, yeah. Yeah. He watches out for Jane. Oh, you got to be like his sister. You got to look yeah. like his sister. Probably so I don't it. fall down one of those holes. But um, I, I can't say enough about how wonderful that ship is and that we have the opportunity to keep going back and that really forward with these spirits. Um, you know, like you say yes. about him taking care of you, and you were talking about falling down the holes. People don't realize what those ships are like. How yes. narrow the stairwell, you know, how narrow the stairs are on those things, mm-hmm. and stepping over the bulkheads in the dark and doing all that stuff. Oh, you know, it can get really bad in the dark when you're trying to get through <laughs> there. Woo! Yeah, yeah. you got to be careful. Uh, there were places on the ship when we we used to have free run of the ship. Mm-hmm. We could go anywhere on the battleship at any time. At, and um, yeah, there were some spots on the ship that were. A little dangerous, should I say, you know, little hatches that are left open and stuff. But we know what we're doing and we pay attention to where we're going. Uh, We don't run around. No, um, I did do a face plant one night, (laughs) but uh, 
I'm not laughing at you. I'm just saying I, I know how treacherous <laughs> it is on those ships. Yes. Well, you just really got to be careful. You get tired. You you forget to look down, and mm-hmm. then boom, down on the floor I went. <laughs> of course, everybody else laughed, and I bet you the guys did too. Hey, look at this cloud. You can't even walk. So, um, yeah, what we have uh, seen so much on that ship and recorded so much. Um, the brig door moving. Yeah, in fact, I want to show that video in a second. Oh, please. You yeah. sent that to me. That's All right, guys, so this is some cool stuff. We, I mean, we did this residential where the you know you hear the door open and it opens slow, but this is like, <laughs> your stuff is like, like the e-ticket at Disneyland stuff. It's weird. <laughs> like you got, boy, I'll tell you. Here's the brig door opening, you guys. Is this when you're changing the disc right here? Yes. Yeah, you're going to see Doug stand up and walk away. There it goes. Oh, see, it is, yeah. Oh, awesome. Doug had no idea this was going on behind him. I love this clip. There you go, Doug. That's awesome. And what makes it really cool is that light flashes for the, the security light on there. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that's opening. That. that is really cool. Yeah. Let's do it one more time for fun. That okay. was I, I had to look at this thing like three or four times. It's quick. Is it, is it running? <laughs> Yeah, the crazy. Oh, here it comes. There it goes. Any second. There it is. Look at that. That is so weird because if you look at, like, have a big picture of it, the yeah. door kind of comes in and out of phase with. It shimmers. Out. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I'll, I'll it's like, trailer. what time are we looking at? And who did that? <laughs> who did it? Yeah. <laughs> So did that make any, I mean, as far as opening up, did you hear any, any noise of latching being? There was absolutely no sound whatsoever. Mm-mm. It was totally silent. And those doors scream mm-hmm. when you move them because they're kind of rusty. Yeah. <gasps> that is awesome. Like I said, I have we have one in a residential where they're sitting there and all of a sudden you hear the door go ping and then it opens. The investigator is like, hello, but this, this is dramatic. This is one in a million, I think. Oh, Uh, yeah, this is one in a million. Yeah. Doug's caught some other good apparitions, but on on the battleship, we just concentrate on Inky because he's so cool. Yeah. um, (laughs) And we do have a ton of EVP that we've picked up over the years. Um, And we've uh, come to recognize their voices. Mm Mm-hmm. On the recording, we can tell which one's speaking. Mm-hmm. And that, that's great because yeah. it's it tells us a lot. And plus, you know, if you're going to get one that's talkative, that's the one you might as well talk to. Oh, yeah. You know, you can't get, like my dad used to say, you can't get blood from a turnip. So you might as well, <laughs> you know, the ones, the ones that want to chat with you, get all the information you can out of them. But what we've been finding uh, lately on the battleship is that uh, we may be picking up transients. Oh, okay. And, and I don't know. Some people might know what that is. Is sure. that um, spirits attract spirits? You know, oh. if if you're wandering alone and you see a place that has a light on, mm-hmm. wouldn't you want to go there? 
So I think that there are other spirits that wander onto the ship that don't necessarily belong there. Right. Um, and uh, because we're recording female voices on the ship now. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And other voices, um, one with that has a bit of a potty mouth. Um, so the other two fellas, uh, Leonard Pone and Inky Nelson, we never heard a foul word out of them ever, ever, ever. But now we're getting different voices and like I said, females. So you have to, you know, what we, what we really think in a theory is that when these guys were serving on the battleship, it was, Let's go, United States, and we're going to kill the Japs and all those things. You know, mm -hmm. um, they were just really gun ho Americans, and they mm -hmm. wanted to save us, mm -hmm. and they fought for us. And for some of the guys that were on the ship, that might be the most exciting time of their whole life. So why not come back and visit after sure. you're gone? Sure. So that may be the transients because they don't really speak much. Well, then, you know, sometimes you think uh, maybe the female voices are family members looking for their loved ones. Could be. Um, Could be. You know, we don't know for sure, you well, know, no. until we get um, an EVP that tells us exactly what's going on. Yeah. Who uh, are you? How are we going to know? Right, right. Um. You, have you asked Icky why he stays on the ship? Um, yeah, a bunch yeah, of times. Yeah, he, he's there to protect the ship. Um, okay. That's his job. Yep. And protect us. And protect us. I'm sure he watches for everybody that goes aboard the ship. Right. And they just don't know it. But every once in a while, you'll feel a hand on your shoulder or something like that. You kind of know who it is. Somebody had said it on the newspaper or somewhere, that um, there were demons at the battleship, and I just lost it because there are no demons on the battleship. They're just mm -hmm. guys. I don't think they would let them on the I demon on so the battleship. Yeah. Uh, those boys that chase them off. Mm -hmm. How many people died dur during the war on that ship? Oh, gosh. Let's see. Um Five for the torpedo. Uh, five in the torpedo. Three friendly fire. Mm -hmm. uh, one strafed. Um, one one, one accident uh, with the aircraft. Mm -hmm. And there were a handful of others that uh, passed away. But those those were the ones basically that uh, died in um, in battle. So, um, you know, you wonder, do they really know they died or they passed? Absolutely. Jennifer Martin says, is this the name of the ship on the ghost shows? Yes. This is Ghost Hunters has gone there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They've been there several times. Um, they haven't gotten a whole lot out of the ship, but, um, well, I fun. think that the, the one time that they did it, that they were chasing noises, in one part of the ship, somebody was throwing like uh, nuts or bolts at them. Right, right, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the the guys love to play. I oh, mean, they had us go in the circles. Yeah, they yeah. Um, down in the stern of the ship. <laughs> These guys are uh, making noise on one side. So right. I've 
and then I heard it going around the other side, so I followed it, and then it went back to the other side again. Uh-huh. This is and, the whole team following. And right. So I went back around and I I asked, um, would you like to tell me where you are? And the answer was guess. <laughs> See, again, that's the difference between a ghost team that they like mm-hmm. and a ghost team that they don't like. If they like you, they're going to communicate with you. You're going to get good stuff. If, if they don't like you, you're not going to get nothing. It's just the personalities on the team. Yeah, I found that people that work on the battleship have more uh, stories to tell than even some that go investigate it because the guys are familiar with them, like Danielle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, come on down. Or come on across. That's a long way to come for a battle. I'm so blind. I can't even read the stupid chat room. See how that works? <laughs> that when you're old. <laughs> chat room comes up. I can't see nothing. Okay. You don't right, have anything yeah, up better. there. You don't have anything on there? No, nobody's saying a thing to us. See, I got it right here. Oh, well, the chat room. it's okay. I can't read it anyway. <laughs> I'm like that too. Yeah. I should have my readers on. It's not going to happen. I do too, but I'm not going to show you. There you go. Dude, there you go. I see. Hey, got to get right well, in there and look at that stuff. Read the, what's, I don't know what some of these things are saying. This one says, having tuned in for a brief time, I realize this isn't a parody channel. You really believe in ghosts. I'm going to grab some popcorn. <laughs> really? No, we, we, you know, the uh, the guys on the ship might think we're parody. <laughs> but this is, uh, not, this is not, go, this is not ghost. Brew. I can't say the word. Yeah. <laughs> this is not that show. No, no, <laughs> no, uh, we're not those guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> You know, we, we did a, a initial five-year study, and how many, I don't know, we did through a lot of, uh, okay, I can't even talk. Well, you know, we, we did, uh, <laughs> we started to do a five-year study on the ship mm-hmm. <clears throat> to see who was on the ship and um, why. And why. Mm-hmm. Well, it t- the five years turned to 10, and <clears throat> now I think we're pushing 13. More than that. Well, so I can't add. Uh, we're just going to keep going back. Yeah. Oh, I would. Yeah. God, there's no reason not to. That would be awesome to have something like that to keep going back to. Yeah. Well, there was a spell where we couldn't get to the ship. And then with COVID and everything, we couldn't go see our friends. And we really felt sad. Missed them. Yeah. In fact, um, uh, the last time we were there, uh, Jane had just walked through. She was get, trying to get everybody organized. <clears throat> Excuse me. And some guests. And yeah, with some guests. Mm-hmm. And um, you hear a voice in the midst of all this. It says, I missed you. Ah. Wow. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. So yeah. what was Iggy's job on the ship? Iggy? He was a... <clears throat> Uh, he was a ship fitter. Uh, okay. Well, either that or he, he was a machinist mate. I can't remember. Okay. <clears throat> but he was actually, uh, there's a place in the ship between the hulls, uh, the inner and outer hull of the ship. It's called the voids. And he was doing an inspection 
in the air voids. And this is where they, they, they try to make sure that there's no leaks between <laughs> the plates. And that he was actually there when the torpedo hit. So he was right there. I think death for him was instantaneous. I should hope so. Yeah. He doesn't talk about it though. And, and Leonard Pone, um, he, he told us, he gave us information <laughs> and um, somebody had shut the watertight door in the showers area and helped to save the ship from flooding. Mm -hmm. And um, Jane asked Leonard, did you close that door? He says, yeah, I really wanted you to know that. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. they give us information. Yeah. Yeah. The first time we heard Leonard, I thought I would cry because I think, what did I ask? I don't know if I asked, you know, are you here or he, something? She like says, that. what's your name, please? And what Doug recorded was this guy saying, hard to breathe. And that's so sad. So oh, he, <clears throat> yeah, he was trapped in the showers area with uh, burning fuel and water pouring in. So um, I imagine that uh, his death was not a pleasant one. No, but he was a hero. He was a hero. Yeah, not much, much is said about him, but... We got it from the horse's mouth. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. That's sad, too, at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's trained to think on his feet, and he did what he was trained to do, and then he ends up dying for it. Yeah. Um, there are some people that say uh, this fella, uh, Tommy Thompson, is still there. Right. Um, and uh, we've never heard um, him speak his name. Um. We're not sure if he, he's there. The only two that we know for sure who they are and when they are is uh, Anki and Leonard. Okay. Every time I say <laughs> Leonard, he says, boom. Because <laughs> that's the way they answered on the ship. Right. Yeah. But right. The, the ship is so special. You can see full body apparitions during the day. I mean, I used to work with the Wednesday men's crew. And they just, I was walked down, a, uh, what do you call it, the gangway? Gangway, yeah. And it kind of takes a dog leg. And when I came around that dog leg, I saw this guy leaning against the wall and propped up with his back leg. Um, and it was uh, Skelton. I know him. He had dark hair. And he just kind of looked at me for a second, and I blinked, and he was gone. Huh. But never heard anything from him. Maybe we will. Uh, maybe we will. Maybe we have already, and he hasn't told us mm -hmm. right. his name yet. He may not right. be as strong as the other, you know, wherever they get their power to give us an EVP cross the line. Or Now, um, we uh, have been doing what they call the, the uh, ghost ship. <laughs> uh at Halloween every year, uh, mm -hmm. they they would open the battleship to the public, and we would dress up in costumes and hide all over the ship and scare people as they went through. Um, Should have sent her pictures. Uh, I might have, uh, but uh, crazy things would happen. 
to us while we were uh, haunting the battleship. I was down in the machine shop mm-hmm. and I was hiding behind a curtain and looking, peeking out to see if somebody was going to come down the stairs because it was getting late and we were ready to quit. Mm-hmm. About that time, a rubber rat that I had placed on one of the machines flew and hit me in the face. <laughs> and I bet you they were just screaming, laughing. Um, now, while I, we were doing the, the mess, we could hear somebody coming down the stairs to enter the mess. And would, we'd look out there and there'd be nobody coming down the steps. So who was that? I don't know. And then we saw the apparition in the uh, port si- uh, starboard side mass. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's tiring work. And there's nice yeah. when a little lull comes in. And we kind of sat down in the mess on these long benches. And I was just, oh, it was hot and that we were tired. And I looked up and I saw this man walk in front of me mm-hmm. behind the serving area, just walked from one side of the mess and disappeared into the bulkhead. And then she saw it again. Yeah, I kind of dismissed it, which struck me as funny, until I saw it again. And when I got in the car ready to go, I just couldn't wait to tell Doug. And I said, Doug, Doug, guess what I saw? And he says, let me tell you what I saw. I was down on my hands and knees, um, crawling back into my hidey hole. I had jumped out before and uh, scared some people. And I was kind of on my hands and knees talking to Jane. And then I turned around and crawled back into my hidey hole. And there was this guy that walked right past me, blocked out all the lights. And then he walked into the, the bulkhead and disappeared. So he saw it the same time I saw it. I was impressed. That is impressive. Yeah. Wow. I think I a couple of other there. people. I, I, I got to fly out there and, ch- and check this thing out. Man. Really? That's we will really take cool. you That's, on a tour. You won't that forget. That is cool. I bet. That is really cool. Yeah, we just kind of miss uh, being able to go to all the different areas on the ship. We covered that ship from top to bottom. Any place that wasn't flooded, you know, they had some. Even f- you went down there, too. Yeah, some flooding issues uh, before they fixed the hull. And uh, but we got to go everywhere on the ship. Now you could just go to the shower areas. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't let you into the brig. They must be doing some cleanup restoration. We hope. We want to get back to some of those areas because they were really cool. Busy, busy. For those, yes. Yeah. For those of you guys that just came in on the show and you didn't get to see this, we got to look. We have to see the brig door again because this is this is great stuff. There we go again. Now the brig door is back here, you guys. So keep an eye. In fact, I'll see if I can fill the screen up. We're getting back in. There we go. No, nope, maybe not. No. Nope. Okay. So just keep an eye on that door. There it goes. Look at that. That is some good stuff. We should have heard that. There were three girls in there. We were doing a little EVP session in one of the cells and not a sound, nothing. Well, the the crazy thing is, is that you can, you can definitely see that the brick door closes, the cell, the cell door closes. Well, guess what? It was already closed. 
<laughs> so it closed itself again, opened, and then closed finally. Um, Somebody was coming through. <laughs> wow. Well, that's where they used to store the beer. Okay, that makes sense. Somebody was having a party when you guys were there. They were just going to yeah, get they were, yeah, okay. they were going to grab some uh, and bring it down to the reefers to chill. Yes. There you go. That's, that, 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 that makes a lot of sense. Makes yeah. a lot of sense. Um, it's a battleship, so obviously there's a lot of energy in that metal. You know what I mean? Because metal and stuff is going to absorb that energy. So I can imagine how much stress there is in there and everything else. Because, I mean, that, that ship was in a lot of battles. Yeah, uh, just about every major battle in the Pacific, it, it was there. And, of course, it did get hit by a torpedo. Um, he got a, it, it got hit by friendly fire in 1945. Um, mm -hmm. And some fellows were killed then. But... Um, they they did a lot of shelling uh, of the islands in the Pacific, um, so um, they they were very active uh, participants in landings and protection of the aircraft carriers. Mm -hmm. They were everywhere. But I'm sure the guys are proud to serve on that ship. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you can feel that. I would have loved it. Oh, I know you would have. <laughs> I noticed, like, on the USS Hornet, there is a certain atmosphere, though. When, when you get down to the cruise quarters and stuff, you can feel them. There's just, you can feel them there. There's just a certain atmosphere on these ships, like going into the ready room, you know, that the uh, aviators had, you know, had to all meet in. And I remember sitting in there and I'm thinking, man, you can just feel it. Mm -hmm. There's just yeah. something about this. Yeah, there's a couple other ships uh, down in, there's uh, two in South Carolina um, that uh, we would dearly love to get to see. Uh, one's the Yorktown. That, that's, oh the sec that's the second Yorktown. Uh, okay. The first Yorktown uh, sank at, at Midway Island. Mm -hmm. um, but there's another ship that's there. It's called the USS Laffey. And it was um, just absolutely pummeled by kamikaze pilots. Uh, and uh, a lot of men died on that ship. Uh, I have a feeling that that ship is very active because the guys on that ship loved the ship and the mm -hmm. captain. So um, one day we'll get down there. My dad served in the Coast Guard in World War II, and he was in San Francisco. And he has told me story. He told me stories about these these battleships that would come into Oakland, you know, for repair at the port. Yeah, in the naval yards, and they would have. And what people don't realize is these kamikazes because they, you know, they they would literally what you see in the movies and what actually <laughs> transpired are two different things because they would literally, you know, ram those airplanes right in the sides side, sides of these ships. And my dad says. He was on a Coast Guard cutter, you know, and he would see, or he was on an LST rather, and he would see these ships come in, and the planes were still sticking out the sides. Oh yeah! Wow! Yeah. Um, the big guns on the the destroyer, the five inch guns uh, on USS Laffey, were on the stern of the ship were totally destroyed. Mm. Um, it was the ship was taking on water; it almost sank. And um, 
somehow, some way, they saved the ship. And it made it all the way through World War II, the Korean War, Vietnam War, <laughs> and was finally retired, I think, in 1979. I think you can tell we like history. Oh, yeah. So do oh. I. I'm a history and Wilmington is a fun place to be. You know, not to get away from the battleship. It's historical. It's oh, historical yeah. and it's haunted. That would be so fun to be in a place like Wilmington. I mean, we talk about our old places here, but I mean, our old places is like 1850, if we're lucky. So you guys go way back. Yeah. Um, there's quite a few places that in Wilmington, most of it's, you know, 1800s, but some of it goes back as far as uh, the 1750s. Mm-hmm. Pre-revolution. Get some strange voices. And a lot of them were downtown. We have this one fellow that uh, he wanted us to come to his bar and check it out. And we did. And it was haunted. And then he lost his lease and he moved to 21 North Front Street. And that bar was uh, haunted too. Yep. Both of them. Just So. so wherever you go. Wherever you go. That's That's terrific. I would love that. That would be great. Um, when we talk about the ship, um, did you ever get a chance to, to, to visit the bridge at all on the ship? Oh, yes. Oh. Yeah. Um, they helped done, clean it. Yeah, they did a lot of restoration on the bridge. Uh, reupholstered the chairs, spot, you know, spiffed up all the brass and stuff. Painted um, everything. Pa- everything was painted. Um, they've been slowly but surely trying to get the ship uh back in really good condition mm-hmm. uh you know it spent uh from i think 1940 49 until 1961 in mothballs mm-hmm. and then they moved it to uh the ship to wilmington everybody contributed all their pennies, pennies nickels and dimes all the kids and Aww. yeah and that's the Navy relented and said she can come home. That's really cool. Were there any reports from people that, well, even now, people that are restoring it, are there any reports of apparitions or anything like that that they're experiencing? They wouldn't tell you. <laughs> they wouldn't tell you because I work with these guys every Wednesday, and we talk about that stuff, and I came back to our home base Um to tell everybody I saw Skelton in the gangway. And uh-huh. they're just looking at me like I'm an idiot. They're not <laughs> into paranormal at all. That's okay. And even if they were, they wouldn't say anything. Probably no. not. Yeah. No. They sound like the kind that wouldn't do it. They, but it, you, they, they debunk it no matter what, even though, even though it slapped them in the face. I know those mm-hmm. kind of people. <laughs> so uh, Jane, Jane did a lot of restoration on the ship, the Admiral's quarters, the captain's quarters, stuff like that. So, but she was also doing restorations of telephones, these old Bakelite phones. Um, sure, they have aboard those ships, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she had uh, brought a couple of them home, and she was cleaning them up and everything. So I snatched one, <laughs> and you know, it's I, I'm the gizmo guy. I, I I do all sorts of weird stuff and and experiments and things. So what I did was I. I took the phone and hooked it up to a little 12 volt battery. <laughs> so you could hear it buzz. And I took um, one of those suction cup 
uh, microphones and stuck it on there and started recording. And I just totally walked away. <laughs> well, a couple hours later, I come back and I'm listening to this. Of course, the buzz was starting to make my eyes cross. <laughs> and, but until you hear a voice that says, Doug, hello, Doug. Weird. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so even the phones are haunted. Even the phones are haunted. Well, we did you find? Did, oh, did you find that the, the the sick bay was really active too? Because like on the um, like on the USS Hornet, that's one of the more active places. The sick bay. Uh, yeah, we've gotten a lot of EVP in there. Um, we've heard and seen shadows passing near and through there. Uh, there is a kitchen. That is right off of NCO's the kitchen. yeah the NCO kitchen mm -hmm. is right off of the uh, bandage room pre-op room on the ship, and for some reason, it's like they're they're bringing food to the guys in sick bay because we see the the shadows passing in front of the doors. It blocks out the light in the hallway, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. There's something creepy though. You know, when you go in the dark and you go into a sick bay like that, because they have, you know, the tables there, the big lights there. It's just something weird about those sick bays when you go in. Well, um, yeah, I, I, I've been in one, one night. I, uh, everybody was in the, the bunk area of sick bay and I wandered down the hall and I, I climbed on the treatment table <laughs> and just laid there. You're my kind of investigator. <laughs> and just trying to get the feeling there. Mm -hmm. I, I got the feeling too much there because <laughs> I started to rock. Mm. I, I, you know, I don't know whether it was real or not, but I felt the table rocking like the ship was rocking. Uh huh. So I got off off of there and I went back <laughs> and joined the crew. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm assuming, and assuming is an idiot, but I'm assuming this thing, the ship isn't in a place where you're going to get high seas, right? It's 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 stuck in the mud. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say. Yeah, it's buried in mud. Um, they had to dig the mud out in order to replate the side of the ship. Okay. But it it doesn't float anymore. Yeah. They um, just like the Queen it. Mary because they took all the guts out of the Queen Mary and filled it with mud. Is what yeah. they did. Wow. Well, this ship was actually put in an area of the Cape Fear River. You know, you okay. have tide get, coming and going. Mm -hmm. So it has silt deposited everywhere. And the ship just got to the point where it was bound there. Even during um, hurricane flood tides, uh, they said it, you could feel it move a little bit, but it, it never did float. So that's interesting that you felt that movement. That's really cool. Yeah, that, that, a lot of people on that ship get feelings. Um, we've had investigators where we could, we actually saw one investigator's hair being lifted up in the air. <laughs> Poor Sheila. <laughs> um, they, the, the guys, the guys love blondes. They do. Of course they do. <laughs> they like the young ones too. <laughs> but we it's so important that we have a little piece of paper that you jot down 
like what equipment you're using, things like yep. that. But also at the bottom, I have a big blank thing for just to write anything, any feelings, because most people don't understand that we're all psychic to some extent. Right. And right. they may be picking up something that everybody did. And that's, oh, man, I just love it. Yeah, one, you know, the, the feelings that kind of um, – match the evidence that you get um Cooperate. that's yeah you that's better than anything uh -huh. um you know you get people who are they have an em emf meter in their hand and it it starts going off and they're going there's somebody here <laughs> and i just start laughing oh you've detected a ghost with that huh <laughs> So, but if, you know, you get a reading with the meter, which we have, and at the same time, you, you get an EVP, that's right. awesome. That's you awesome. Know? Yeah. But, now, let's talk real quick. Let's talk about your background so people don't think you're flakes because you're oh. not flakes. You have medical backgrounds. Uh, yeah. Um, Jane is. I've been a nurse for 40 years. So, and I'm used to it. And I also work the chemotherapy uh, word so I dealt a lot of death and dying because not everybody gets to go to hospice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, I run, I ra ran. I'm retired now, thank God. Um, <laughs> uh, I ran the heart lung machine for open heart surgery. See that? So these guys, these guys are not flakes. There's, you know, they they come from a science background. So. Absolutely. That's a lot of credibility right there for you guys. A lot of our training, we got through the Rhine education down here in Durham. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you can pick up, it's rhine.org, R-H-I-N-E. And you can get all sorts of classes. And I kept taking a bunch. I think, I, I don't know how many I took. She's got enough to have a degree in parapsychology. Well, there you go. It's just amazing how much you find out you don't know when you're listening to these experts you know, how much it's sigh has to do with everything that happens mm -hmm. in this world, especially hauntings. Well, you, you know, it's like that the apparition of um, Inky in the engine room. Uh -huh. now, you think about it. Did he actually appear? Right. Or did his image just appear in my mind? Right. But did at the he, same time, I felt him. You know, he maybe he put the thought there and the image appeared in my mind. He, we don't know if they actually appear, but right. when multiple people see them, that's a solid apparition. Absolutely. We've gotten video. Oh yeah. We've gotten video. Of apparitions. Um, oh, I can't think I was going to say something. <laughs> but <clears throat> we do base everything on uh, pretty much on science. Um, uh, we have tried gizmos, all of them, you know, the bells, whistles, hoopla, right. wing, 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 you know, type of thing, um, and <laughs> thrown them all away. Well, we didn't have to throw away game away. Um, uh, we, we don't use, you know, um, ghost box. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that um, I think ghost box is a bit of, and, and I know there's a lot of ton of paranormal investigators that use them, but uh, it's an electronic Ouija board. 
Barry Taft wrote a book about proving that the Ouija board, uh, that the ghost box was just silliness. Well, I think the, and, and Jane disagrees with me in the, on this, but I think that the ghost box actually works uh, because we've gotten full sentences from the ghost box. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem is, is like we were in Virginia Beach and all of a sudden the ghost box you hear, Doug, and I'm going, uh, where do you know me from? The battleship? <laughs> but how, yeah, you wonder how much of that is our brains imprinting onto the recorder. Well, then through I can, ESP, I can tell you something that happened to me, and like I, I like I told you, there's this one particular opera house that we do a lot of investigating at. There's one particular ghost in this opera house that's a that's a Polish opera singer, and um, she used to frequent, you know, a bunch of these different theaters around here. So I happened to go to a totally different theater, uh, forty miles away. And one of the psychics called me up on stage, real excited, and said, hey, someone wants to see you. And I said, what, what are you talking about? So I go up on stage, and she says, it's a Polish woman. <laughs> Did she speak English? No. She says she's just, I guess, I guess enough to say my name. Yeah. Well, that and is I was really- shocked because I never thought about them being able to recognize you, at, you know, when you go to a different location like that. Right. It shocked mm-hmm. me. But that's who it was. It was the Polish opera singer from the other place. That's so, pretty cool. To that, so don't, don't discount that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, there's a story about, um, well, Danny Bradshaw was the night watchman for 100 years. I hated it when he retired. But mm-hmm. his girlfriend came aboard the ship one night. And I guess they were having a couple beers or something, you know. <laughs> and, um, oh, excuse me, a glass of wine. And uh, when she left, <laughs> excuse me, a glass of yeah. wine. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, anyway, when she she left, she swore there was somebody in the car with her until she told him to get out. Wasn't that the story? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I had I saw one time this man. Well, she saw come to see Danny another time. This man come and his face was in a porthole, and he was a, a white guy with light colored hair, but the ends of his hair were floating and they were red, like they were on fire. And that's the same thing. I went to Danny. Oh, Danny, guess what I saw? And he goes, Oh no. You know, sometimes he'd spend the night out in the, uh, his, in his car. Yeah. He'd go out to the parking lot. When it got too active, he would run out of the place. Well, the place gets crowded. Yeah, It does. I mean, I'm sure. Go ahead. We, no. we have been, uh, we were in officer's country. That's where all the birthing for the officers was. And down below right. that um, was uh, the birthing for uh, the their attendants, um, the, the porters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we were down there and we're standing around talking. And all of a sudden, Jane spins around and says, stop that. <laughs> and I said, what? What's the matter? She says, I just got a five-finger grope. <laughs> I mean, I thought there was a French guy aboard the ship. I felt every finger. And it was just a, just a nice one. <laughs> but uh, we are standing there, and we're kind of talking, and all of a sudden you hear footsteps in the water below. <laughs> 
Now there's water in this compartment. It's partially flooded. And so I said to, to Tony, who's been investigating with us since 2009, um, did you hear that? And he says, yeah. So he's halfway down the stairs with a flashlight and you could hear footsteps sloshing, sloshing through the water down there. Wow. That was weird because there was never water in there. I just wondering if your French guy went and ran down the stairs and was going to hide. I betcha. I was bad. <laughs> she was pissed. <laughs> yeah. It was funny when I turned around, there, the bulkhead was right there. So I just kind of went, uh-oh. Never did it again. But uh, <laughs> one of the gals on the ship says every time she goes down that way, mm-hmm. she has to leave because it gets real crowded down there. Yeah, it, we've heard um, a lot of disembodied voices on that ship. Um, usually you could just barely hear them. But one night there was like five of us in, in the aft mess. And we're walking along and we're going to head out of the mess area. And all of a sudden you hear, hey, <laughs> I mean, like loud. And we all turned around. There's nobody there. Um, oh, but how about the time near the chapel? Oh, I think we were gosh. we were trying to get together for a group photo, which is like herd cats. We're packing up. Yeah, and so uh, I'm I'm lost my train of thought again. So we're I get too excited. We're, we're all <laughs> we're all standing there, you know, putting our stuff away, and all of a sudden, music. We hear music, and we're like, "Y'all hear that?" And I waited, and I said, wait, nobody, just think of the name of the music. Yeah, and they, and then she said, okay, okay what was it? In the mood. All of oh, us. my gosh. And it was funny that we had all had our recorders up in the we, ceiling. We heard it coming out of a vent. Mm-hmm. Wow. It, was, it wasn't a speaker. It was a vent. So we all took our recorders and shoved the recorders up in the vent to record this. Nobody picked up a thing. That no makes record. sense. It's happened. Yeah. yeah it seems like incredible. many times that things that you hear uh-huh. are never recorded. Yeah. Things you don't hear, they are recorded. One of the yeah. other beefs I have with, with team members, if I go on with recorders, they won't take their recorders. And I'm like, wait a minute. I have Sony recorders. You have Olympus recorders. They're going to pick up different things than my recorder is going to pick up. We need all these recorders out. But they don't see the point of doing it. Of course, I don't have those team members anymore, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I, I don't think it registers with them that, you know, different recorders pick up different things. Our guys are excellent about their recorders. We all yeah. sync them. We turn them on before we start anything. Uh, yeah, we timestamp everything. Uh, but one thing um, I've been doing for many years, and a lot of people don't know this trick. Now, um, we download our um, audio to WavePad. Mm-hmm. That's how we we edit the, uh, take the clips out of the EVP. But you can also download the audio from your video camera. Yes. Onto WavePad, and yep. a lot of people don't know that. And 
um, I have picked up tremendous EVP off of video cameras. Yes. So um, if you uh, think about it and try to use WavePad, um, you ought to try it. It'll, it, yeah. it, it really does work. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know what? This hour blew by, you guys. This was great. Wow. Has it been an hour really? already? It's been an hour already. I didn't get to tell my stories. And you know what? Tell your stories. Go for it. Okay, real quick one. I was down <laughs> on the, I've got bad knees. So everybody went up top of the ship going through the. Uh, oh, we, we went up to the bridge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I was, I don't know what I was doing. I was going to wait for him down there. Then I decided I'm going to go up to the bow and take some pictures of downtown and everything. The lights are really pretty at night. And I got bored with that real quick and started walking back. And outside the wardroom, I see Doug standing there. Mm -hmm. And I drop my flashlight back. I, I wear it around a lanyard so it points where I'm going. And um, I started walking forward and I looked up again and he wasn't there. But something kept saying to me, what is wrong with his head? Because it was kind of went like this and then went... I don't, it was just, it was a plain old silhouette with backlight. Mm -hmm. And uh, <clears throat> so I figured, oh, they went in the wardroom. So I walked in the wardroom and I left the wardroom because it was too crowded. I loved it when you said that. Um, so I went down aft. I was going to take some more whoopee pictures. And oh God, why I was sitting there waiting. I looked at Doug when I first saw Doug stand there. I picked up my flashlight and signaled him like this. I don't make a noise. I just signal him so he knows I'm coming, honey. Um, but then I went and he wasn't there. So after I went left the war room, I went back to the stern of the ship and I hear something behind me and it's Doug. I lit into him like you wouldn't believe, like, why didn't you stay, you know, come leave me? Where were you and all this stuff? And he says, well, wait a minute. Go ahead. Yeah, I was up on the bridge. And I'm looking down on the deck, and there's Jane waving a flashlight at something or somebody. <laughs> and she's, like, standing there, puts her hands on her hips, and she cocks her head like, where'd you go, kind of thing. And I'm watching this clown act from, you know, a couple of stories above. So, um you couldn't see exactly where I was. Yeah. No, I there were. I had no vision of anything near the wardroom. All I could see was her, and uh, I just was wondering she was losing <laughs> it down there. That's funny. But what I, I I gathered and figured out after a while that the shadow person there was Inky, and that he had his Dixie cat, cup hat on with the ends turned over. Okay. Makes yeah, sense. but that was so cool. I mean, yeah. And then Doug asked him, "Do you watch Jane?" And he says all the time. So That's maybe cool. I do look like his mother by now. Well, we could probably keep talking all day long. Uh, you know what? Yeah. We're going to get you guys back on again. We want to talk. I want to talk to you guys more. Is sure. That okay? That's great. That was Anytime. fun. Yeah, that was a blast. Good. That was glad. I love talking about the battleship and all these things that we've done. Well, the paranormal just in general. I mean, that's it. It's yeah. just fascinating. Um, 
people, some people think that I am a total and complete flake. <laughs> um, you know, I kept it quiet at work, you know, hospital people, science, doctors, um, sure. that for years. And then I was talking to somebody who knew what I did and somebody else overheard it and said, what did you just say? <laughs> and then next day it's all over the OR that <laughs> crazy Doug is a paranormal investigator. It has been for years. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Well, I'm definitely going to email you after I get done so we can set up another day for having you guys on because there's so much more you guys can talk about the ship and not only that, your other investigations that you have. Sure. Oh, we've had some good ones. And we okay. have had a lot of them, too. That's fantastic. We'll All right, you more guys. Pictures. Yes, that would be great, too. I can run those with, with, with the show. All right, guys, I will do that as soon as I get off the air here. Thank you so much for coming on and have a great evening. You oh, too. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. Bye. All right. That was a fun show. I enjoyed it. I hope you guys did too. And I hope uh, Kyle. Yeah, I think your name is Kyle. I hope you enjoyed your popcorn <laughs> watching and listening. If you like the show, do me a favor. Um, click on subscribe. You know, we're always looking for subscribers and I really appreciate it. You know, we're, we're, grow we're, we're growing fast and I'm really excited about that. And for the people that are dedicated to watching the show, Jennifer Martin, the people that have donated to Jennifer, Marisa, Jerry, you know, uh, Athena and everybody else, we appreciate everything. You know, we really do with this show. We really, really appreciate it. Um, if you like the show, share it with five people. If you hate the show, share it with five people. We're equal opportunity here. Tomorrow, we're kind of shifting gears. I'm putting on my journalist mat, and I'm going to be talking about the mob, but not the mob where you think. I'm not going to be talking about New York, Las Vegas. I mean, that's where everybody, when you think about the mob, that's where you think the mob is. I'm talking about the mob in Wisconsin. Um, Gavin Schmidt will be with us. He's done a lot of research on the mob in that in that state, and he's going to be with us to tell us about a couple books he's written and the research he's done on the mob. So uh, join us tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. And um, I want to thank our guests once again. I, I just enjoyed it immensely and Port City Paranormal. I will be running a uh, link to your website as soon as I sh shut my trap. And, you, and that'll be just before the show ends, so people can go visit you with that, because I forgot to ask you, but that's okay. I already had the link set up. And uh, again, I want to thank everybody for coming. Uh, we are a nonprofit organization, and unfortunately, all this comes out of my pocket to pay for the show and everything else. So if you could find it in your heart to donate to us so that I can keep this stuff on the air and keep us going, paypal.me at California Haunts. That would be terrific. Or we have a Venmo, and if that's easier for you, go to Venmo and then just type in California Haunts, and your donation would be greatly appreciated. Because like I said, we are nonprofit, and all this comes out of my pocket. Um, don't forget to subscribe. If you're new to visiting the show, we really appreciate it. That's over on YouTube. Uh, if you have trouble finding our, our site on YouTube, go to www.CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com, and you can get to the YouTube site from there. Plus, all of our archives are there for the last two years since we've started this format. Anyway, again, I want to thank you guys. I appreciate it, and I will see you tomorrow. And here is the website for these nice people that were on tonight. And I will see you tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. Pacific.